What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about a mistake the books have been making lately and how we can capitalize on it and look for things like that in the future. Let's get to it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to Sportsbet MVP, online Sportsbet MVP. Dot .ag great online sports book get your money in easy get your money out easy it's very it's very simple to use you know the interface is great and uh, all the bets in the world you could ask for with so many sports going on you need a book just like that so check them out sportsbetmvp.ag give them a follow on twitter as well at sportsbet_mvp all right so on today's show we're going to talk about something that i've noticed lately a uh, a small well I call it a mistake the books are making. The books may say it's not a mistake. Some of you may say it's not a mistake, but I believe this is an error that the books are making when calculating live over-unders. And uh, we don't often give specific examples of how books are currently not efficient because, look, if we came on here and gave every way that I think and, and you know that the market's inefficient, the market would quickly get efficient, especially the bigger the show gets, the more listeners we get. The more I talk about these things, the more they get exposed. So that's why, you know, obviously we, we all want to help everyone out there become better sports betters, and, and I, th- I hope we do that every day. But these specific examples are really rare for us to be, you know, doing shows about. So take advantage of this and uh, try and bet into it while you can. But the point of this whole show isn't necessarily to expose this one area, even though we're going to do that today, but it's to let you guys know, you know, get you down the the path of thinking the correct way for how to beat the books. There's a lot of different little nuanced ways and and little things you have to look for here or there to think that you can just bet NFL major markets and and go 55% and make your money that way. That's really rare to do. That's that's so difficult to do. And why would you do that to yourself if you don't have to? It's much more about money management, playing the market and finding little things like we're going to talk about today to bet into. So there are a lot of ways that these books are inefficient. And this is one of many. Find them for yourself. This is what you should look for when you're betting sports. Watch live markets. Watch patterns develop. Watch things like this because, again, it's not just about picking winners. It's about finding little nuanced ways where the books are inefficient. And uh, let's get to it. All right, so this has to do with over-unders in NHL periods. If you watch over NHL over-unders, you start to notice a pattern, okay? And the pattern goes as followed. And I'll give an example. The average NHL team scores 20% of the time on a power play, okay? So at the start of that two-minute power play, 20% of the time, that team's going to score. Well, throughout the power play, that number diminishes, right? So theoretically, one minute into a two-minute power play, if there's no goals, that team should score 10% of the time, right? Well, not exactly. But that's how the sports books price it. See, the NHL power plays, it's much more about what's happening on the ice rather than the the time left in the power play, okay? If there's one minute left in a two-minute power play and the team with five players, the team on the power play, is generating good shots on goal, high danger scoring chances, moving it around on offense, they're set up, that's a much different scenario than one minute left in a two-minute power play and the defense just cleared the puck and gets to change lines, and now their first unit penalty kill is coming back out on the ice. Those are two extremely different situations. Those should be priced very differently in terms of the period over-under. But it's not. 
the books look at it is is a linear regression. It is every 10 seconds that go off the clock, there's that that much percentage that gets taken off their their chances of scoring during that power play. So by the end of the 2-minute power play, the over under for the period is right back to where it was before. And it's a sliding scale. Well, the way that hockey works, sliding scales don't apply on power plays. This is a, an area where the sports books are off. They're wrong. They're just antiquated in their model of how they're evaluating this. There's not enough human element. What I think happens is they put computers on it. They put models that this is all automated on computers. So every couple seconds, they just adjust the line instead of looking at what's going on in the game. Now, there may be a, a person behind a computer making small adjustments, but it's not enough adjustments to to overcorrect to, to where it'll take our edge away here. So early in the power play, you know, it, I agree often with the market, but what'll happen is most power plays are scored after the minute mark. Most power plays, two-minute power plays, are scored in the second minute of the power play. But the books don't really mark it that way, right? With the sliding scale again. So, in let's say there's 45 seconds left in the power play, but they are generating real, real heavy pressure. That's where we can find opportunities to bet overs in the period. Now, this doesn't mean this is a guaranteed win every time. If we can find a 2% edge here or there, that's massive, okay? So that's what this is about. I'm not giving out guaranteed winners here, but I'm giving out ways that we can look at how the sports book works and use it against them. That's how we how we win betting sports. It really is. It's a very... The sports books work on their own rules. They write their own rules. There's no oversight for this. So if we can learn how the sports books work we now can start to have a better chance to beat them. And by watching how these over-unders develop during power plays, we know that there's no real adjustments going on for high danger situations during power plays as the power plays are winding down. And the same applies if there's a great penalty kill, okay? And that penalty kill's had a has had a huge game. They're just, you know, maybe maybe they're they're doing well over the last couple weeks. They're a hot penalty kill. And the other side, the power play is not doing very well, especially this game. Maybe there's an injury, something like that. But the books will often price these power play situations very similar to season averages. So the example we gave, the average team scoring 20%, sports books don't deviate much from that 20%, no matter who's on the ice, no matter what's going on. They're like, okay, it's a power play. Let's integrate our power play formula for, for, for this section, and we get those lines. But there's not enough nuanced adjustments going on. There's not enough real-time adjusting going on to where, again, if, if you get that penalty kill that's really hot and you get that not-so-good penal, uh, power play, it's a good opportunity to take the under for the period early on in that power play. Now, this is not a blanket thing. If the period has three minutes left, you're, you're going to have a much less likely chance and, and those numbers are going to be, you know, the VIG is going to be huge. This is more around mid-period... You know, when things are pretty stagnant there in between the, the, the 14 and the six minute mark or so, you know, good chunk of period there, but that's when you should be looking for these opportunities. But again, this is not a guaranteed thing. This is just one example of where I've noticed the books are off, where we've taken advantage and made some money on the sports books. And you guys should not just look to bet this, but look for other things like this. There's dozens of these 
all the time, popping up in all different kinds of sports, because face it, sports books don't have enough staff members to find every little nook and cranny like this. And that's our job. Our job as sports bettors aren't to just, well, in my opinion, if you're a good sports better, it's not to just look at these major markets and be betting NFL and NBA. It's to find the nooks and crannies, find where these books aren't doing a very good job and they're not efficient and, and attack them there. If, if sports books were efficient, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. You guys wouldn't be able to bet sports. Sports books, by definition, aren't completely efficient. I, th- I think they're extremely inefficient, if you ask me. But if you learn how they work and you start to find trends and patterns like this, you can start to make some money. So that's just one example. And I hope you guys, you know, get down the right track, finding other things in hockey, baseball, basketball, soccer, because this exists everywhere. But in in today's show, you know, over-unders and periods, it's something you can jump on immediately. Start watching for it next game and you'll see what I'm talking about. So, all right, we got hockey all day. Enjoy the hockey. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player.